Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi friends, it's me, Courtney, the Renaissance Mama, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time from your very busy schedule to check out my show. So this episode today, it's going to be a good one. It is a topic that really is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I have definitely struggled with and I am learning how to get over. It is something that I honestly believe has caused me to maybe not succeed in the past. And it's something that I believe a lot of entrepreneurs may struggle with and hopefully these tips and tricks can help you out if you find yourself in this very situation. So today we're chatting all about how you can work through shiny object syndrome. It's a bit of a tongue twister. So I got to tell you, the other day I was listening to this really great podcast and they had a guest on who was talking about all these different kind of entrepreneurs and what their personalities are like. And he was kind of like giving them all different names of what kind of entrepreneur they were and how they were successful and what their struggles may be and what their kind of go-tos would be and how, how they kind of were able to succeed or sometimes how some of the parts of their personality held them back. So the first thing he talks about this is like this go-getter entrepreneur. And it was like somebody who gets their great ideas and gets things done. I was like, oh my God, that's me. I'm me. I'm go-getter. Yes, please. I've got this. And then all of a sudden he mentioned this kind of entrepreneur called the dabbler. And I wish I had the words because I don't even know the exact definition, but the concept was it was somebody who has these big ideas, would start a project, get really, really excited into it, and then see something else, thinks of another idea, gets into another project, gets really, really into it, and then sees another idea, and you know how it goes. So I've heard of the term shiny object syndrome before. Of course I have. I feel like it's one of those business buzzwords that people use. And I've always known that yes, I I have a lot of ideas. Yes, sometimes it's hard for me to focus. Yes, I think I can do everything, and I always have a lot of things juggling. But to hear this person's version of the dabbler, I was like, wait a second, that might be me. And it really was this like, 
<sighs> eye-opening moment of like, wait a second, I have thought for so long that I am this go-getter, that I am someone who gets things done. I, I start big projects and I complete them, which I definitely do. But there are some projects and they're usually the ones that are, are bigger. They're the ones that are aligned with my end goals. They're the ones that are probably going to change my life. And those are the ones that I sometimes get distracted. All right. So I want to read to you the definition of shiny object syndrome, SOS, if you will help SOS. All right. So shiny object syndrome is a continuous state of distraction brought on by the ongoing belief that there is something new worth pursuing. It often comes at the expense of what's already planned or underway. And it's rooted in that childhood phenomena of always wanting a new toy even if your current toy is just fine. So that's the definition, and it is a reality that I need to face. And I will admit, this is not the first time that I have been accused, we'll say, of taking on too much or, or having another project. I mean, even a year ago, over a year ago, thank you, my friends, when I started this show, my own children were like, oh, mom, what are you doing now? Because they were so used to me and being like, hey, I've got this project. Hey, I've got this project. Hey, I'm starting this. Hey, I'm doing this. They were so used to me just like building one thing after another and creating and developing and, and doing all those things that they kind of you know, fluffed me off. They were like, oh, what's this thing all about? Because they didn't know if I was going to stick to it. I've also been accused of this before. I met a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a quite a long time. And we sat down and I was probably like three or four years. We hadn't seen each other. And she's a business woman. I've had her on the show. She's fantastic. And we were updating each other about our lives and what's going on. And I kept telling her all my projects. She said, wow, You've, you've been really busy. You uh, Do you think sometimes you don't finish something because you just get distracted and start something else? And it hurt. And at the time when she said it, I like, I didn't really even listen to her in those words because I, for the longest time, have been creating these reasons why. I do what I do. In my head, I I was able to make excuses. I was able to, you know, not really face up to the reality of what I was doing and how I was sabotaging myself. So I want to get very clear though. There are a lot of projects that I always complete. But when I really started to investigating and investigating, investigate, those were the projects that I knew where the beginning, middle, and end were. There was defined dates. It was very clear. I was able to envision it. I was able to do the things I need to do and be done and completed and happy. But the projects that are big and that mean so much to me and that I don't know what the end looks like, those are the ones that sometimes I don't know how to fight for. When I was thinking more about shiny object syndrome, 
I thought of, I'm gonna tell you a little secret here, but one of my guilty pleasures is watching bad reality television, especially bad reality television, television that has to do with like dating or couples or couples switching or people coming in. And I realized is when I watch these shows, I love when these cute little couples get together and they're happy, but I love the excitement and the drama when someone new comes in and like tempts them. And I, I can't stand it actually when the couples break up and they go to the new person, but I also love that action and that excitement. So that is kind of what in my head when I'm thinking shiny object syndrome is. It's the new exciting person who's like, hey, come look at me over here. And I'm like, hi, 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 what's going on? And I get so excited. So I'm going to throw this out here right now. I am by no means an expert at this, but but I firmly believe that in the last year, I have been able to really work through my shiny object syndrome. It still comes up. There's still times when I get an idea and I get excited and I start getting distracted and I have to be like, nope. But I want to share with you guys today some of the tips and tricks and ideas that have been really helping me and therefore I hope they can help you. So the first one is, is I think you really need to own what you are doing. And I said before, I have for so many years was guilty of making up different words for this. Like I would say, like, I'm very creative. I love doing these projects. I love, you know, taking on something new. And I remember there was a point where my boys were pretty young and I had, and I'm not even kidding you, like five different businesses at one time. And I'm not talking five different revenue streams because that would be intelligent. No, I had five unique, distinct, different businesses. Like that's insane. No wonder I couldn't focus on any of them. No wonder nothing really took off. No wonder I eventually got bored or moved on to the next thing because my focus was so stretched out. I couldn't really commit to anything. I couldn't really put in my time and my effort, my money, anything. Cause I had five, five full businesses. <laughs> and they didn't even really connect with each other. Like I, made them connect sometimes. I, you know, made opportunities how I could introduce one business to a different sort of client and I made different opportunities how how they sort of were weaving together, but they really, really didn't. And at the time, I remember people saying like, oh my goodness, like how, how do you possibly do that? Like that's, that's so much. And I remember I like, I almost wore it as a badge of honor. I was like, well, I'm, I'm busy and I, I love being busy and I know how to be busy and I'm multitasking and I used all those words. And then you have to think about on top of these five businesses, I had my three young boys and I was also volunteering for other things. I was, I was crazy. So as you can imagine, everything I did was really only like mediocre. Nothing, nothing was given the focus, nothing was given the energy it deserved. So nothing really happened. 
So when I say you need to own what you're doing, I do. I wonder what would have happened if years ago when I found myself in that situation, I stopped myself and said, whoa, wait a minute. What am I doing? I am too busy. I'm taking on too many projects. I'm not focused on anything. Let's get down to what I really want to work on. Let's Let's look at everything and see what is next. Let's see if there's ways things can come together. Let's see if there's things that are no longer serving me that I need to say goodbye to. And that's hard. That can be really difficult when there's a a project or a business or something that you have put your heart into. Even if it's not right for you right now, it is hard sometimes to walk away from. It's hard to say goodbye. It's hard to, when you have clients and people and expectations and responsibilities, it's hard to say goodbye. But sometimes you need to decide what is right for you. So if you know you are getting very distracted by always the next project, or if you know that you're like, man, I am working on this project and I want to finish it, but I just picked up something else and said, or I did this and then I did that and then I had that, you need to stop. You need to take a breath and you need to own what you are doing. The next thing you need to do if you find yourself getting very distracted with those shiny, shiny objects is I want you the next time you notice you are getting distracted before hopping into that next new idea, before doing some research, before, you know, just getting that buzz of excitement and going with it. I want you to slow it down and reevaluate everything you're doing. I know. That sounds a little bit boring. <laughs> and if you're a creative like me who takes an idea and gets super pumped and like loves that thrill and excitement, you're not going to like this part because this is the part where you do have to sit down and, and if it is a new project you're looking at and you want to work on, you need to write down everything about it. I want you to start writing it down. How much time is this new project going to take? How much effort is it going to take? Do you have that time? Does this project align with who you are, what your business is? Does it align with your goals? If you have set your big goals already for this year, does this new project or new business or whatever it is, does it align with those goals? Does it align with your personal goals or your family goals? I mean, I've told you guys before, there's been projects that I take on that I think I want to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, this doesn't really work to how I want to be in my life. I want to be present for my family. I want to be available. I want to be flexible. Therefore, this project doesn't make sense. So really slowing down and looking at the new, the new opportunity, the new shiny object. Cause I bet if you got super close, the shiny object might not be so shiny. So really kind of being that devil's advocate, being that person who's like, wait a second, let's look at this, let's evaluate. I mean, we've all had those friends when you're growing up and I'll use the dating situation again, but you're like dating this great person and then you get distracted and see this new person. And we have those friends that are like, okay, hold on, let's do a pros and cons list. Let's do a list about 
Jim Bob, unless you'll list about Billy Joe. I don't know why those are the names of my imaginary dates, but like breaking it down. And I know it sounds a little superficial. And I know it sounds a little superficial or even a little childish, but I think sometimes we skip looking over things. We skip evaluating things. We just hop into the excitement and the feeling and the rush. So if you were to slow down and really stop and say, okay, here's this new project, go through all the things you're going to need to get done. How much money do you need to get that project done? How, how does it really look in the whole big picture? And then go to that project that you already are working on, right? Don't give that project away just because this one looks good. So go back to that first one and really look at it. Is this the business that you do still want? Is it the project you still want to work on? Remember why you were working on it. And trust me, there are times when the project you are working on may not be the right one. And I think that is a very strong thing to realize and a moment you need to overcome. But once again, you want to slow down, grow, go through those same list of questions. Okay, well, the project I'm still working on, does it bring me joy? Does it, you know, light me up? Is it going to make me money? Does it make sense? Does it use my talents? And then still again, like what's my end goal for this project? And then you can use all those same questions from before. Like, how long is it going to take me to get there? How much time do I have to put in? How much effort? How much money? Really evaluating the projects before hopping in, before allowing the excitement and the thrill to just get you going. The next thing I want you to do the next time you get distracted by that shiny, shiny object is ask yourself why you're getting distracted. And this is a hard one. This is the one that I think really gave me a, a wake-up call is what I was finding. And I will tell you some of my best reasons and excuses and things like that. And maybe they work for you or maybe you have a totally different reason. But what I was finding is when I got to very distracted with new projects and there's a project that I love that I want. So I've already evaluated. This is what I want to do. Here's my goals. Here's what I want this outcome to be. Here's who I'm supporting. Here's my vision of it all. But there were still moments that other things were distracting me. And I will share with you some of those other things. But I think in your own, in your own situation, that's what you need to do. You need to stop and realize, okay, why am I getting distracted? What is it about this project that I love, that I want to succeed? Why am I allowing myself to get distracted? So the first one was, for me personally, is that I would get stuck. I had this beautiful business of teaching kids musical theater. I love it. It's my passion. It's like what I've been trained to do. But in my head, I didn't know how I was going to scale it. So I always just said, okay, this is what it is. It's going to be this little class or this, you know, project or this show that's fine. Eventually I brought someone on. We've grown it a little bit, but in my head, I knew, I always told myself that I couldn't scale it bigger. This idea that I have and what I love to do, I couldn't 
make it give me the goal of having a flexible lifestyle. I couldn't have it give me a goal of being able to connect with people and perform and speak. I couldn't have it, I just couldn't see how it could give me what I really wanted in the end until I spoke with a business coach and I was telling her my ideas and this idea of this digital course. And she says, okay, well, what's your course going to be about? And I named all the things. And then I also said, oh, but I also teach musical theater and I like really love it. She was like, okay, hold up. Let's go back to that. Like, why, why wouldn't you make that a course? And I, I said, I, I just don't think it would work. I, I can't see it. I, you know, it doesn't seem like it would work. I just, I was getting stuck. I was getting myself stuck and I couldn't see past it. And we started chatting and we started brainstorming and we started getting these ideas and I was getting that excitement and, and motivation that I get from all those other ideas. Like I was like, oh my gosh, okay, okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I wanted to like hop off the meeting right then and start working on, on that project. So that's the first one. Sometimes you get stuck and you need somebody's help to kind of see past your barriers that you've created probably for yourself, but you need to get past them and you need to figure out how you can do what you want to do. So getting stuck definitely is a way. And then the other things look so shiny. So you're like, oh, I got to go to that. The second thing that I was telling myself was that sometimes when you are working on the not so exciting things in your business, we all know what they are. It's always different for somebody else, but things get hard in your business. And that's usually a time when those shiny objects look even shinier. That's when you're going to get distracted because you, you don't have the motivation to do the hard things sometimes in the business, right? So my trick is when I hit, find myself doing the hard things and, and almost fighting against it, I really remind myself again, what that end goal is, what that outcome I want to be. If I can remind myself that person I want to help, my why, why I do what I want to do, what, who I want to connect with, who I want to make sure receives the help they need. And if they don't get it from me, like what if they never get it? So making sure you remember that person you want to help. The other thing that I find sometimes happens to me when I'm starting to get really distracted is that I, I think I can do it all. I think, oh, that's okay. I'll just add that onto my plate. Don't worry. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But you can't. You'll end up like me with my five businesses and projects and nothing is fully like really given focus to. Nothing has, I haven't seen everything through. I didn't really get to put my whole heart into anything. So don't tell yourself that lie of like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Let's slow down and try and focus on that one thing. Give it all your focus, all your passion, all your love, all your time, all your energy, all your money, all your support. Give it everything and see what happens. And then after a while, if you want to move on to another project, yes, that can happen too. But if you don't give your all for that project for right now, how are you ever going to know if that it wasn't what you wanted? How are you ever going to know what's next? So really try 
and, and give it the focus it deserves. Don't tell yourself you can do everything because I was there. I thought I could do it all. I thought I could do it all. You cannot do it all. Not really well, just like all like a little bit okay. <laughs> and you don't wanna be known for doing stuff okay. You wanna be the person who does something so wonderful and that's why people come back to you. So you think about what's for you. Why are you getting distracted? Those are some of the top three things that gets me very distracted or I know when I am getting distracted, I have to stop and say, okay, why am I getting distracted? And those are why. The next thing that has really helped me in this past year when I find myself getting distracted, it is allowing myself to have that super excited energy response to the idea or the new project or whatever it may be. Like, let yourself feel that. Like, yes, it's exciting. There's something about it. That's why you have it, especially people who are creative. That's why we're like, oh my God, I want to do this. I want to do this. Feel the feeling. But instead of, you know, just acting on it, I have started this like creative master list. So I will journal about it. I will write all about those ideas about the new project and then I can close it up and put it away. Or I have it on my notes section in my phone, especially if I get a random idea when I'm out jogging or out and about, whatever it may be. But knowing that I not only have like, accepted that I'm like, oh, I have this fun idea. I really love it. And instead of throwing it away right away, because that's not fair, I want to feel it. I want to enjoy it. I want to get excited about things. I just put it in my notes. I put it in my journal. I put it away. So it's there. Maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe I never will. I don't know. But I'm allowing myself to feel that excitement. I'm not just throwing it away. I'm not fighting against it. I'm not telling, telling myself, don't think about that. I'm working on this project. Leave it alone. No way. I'm not doing any of that. I'm letting myself feel it. And then I'm putting it away in a special spot. And I'm like, I'll get back to you later. Maybe, maybe not. But allow yourself to feel that excitement and then say goodbye. Okay, so the next thing you need to do when you find yourself getting distracted by that shiny, shiny object, and I mentioned it a little bit before, but I think it deserves its own kind of section, is you really need to focus on the importance of the project you are working on right now. And I mentioned you need to get clear on the who you're helping, why you're helping them. I also mentioned that the project that I have a hard time maintaining my focus, those are the ones that I don't know the clear ending. I don't know how long they're gonna take. I don't know when they're gonna end. I don't know if I'm gonna succeed at the end, I don't know any of those things and I start doubting myself and I start doubting what I'm doing. But what I want you to do is really imagine what that end goal is and why you're doing it. And not just imagine it, but like maybe you do need the visual. You know me, I'm super visual. So I need the reminders. I need the picture of what I really want that end of this project to look like. And maybe it's not the end, but it's like the next level of this project. Like, okay, when I complete it and I'm successful with this current project, what is gonna that what is that gonna look like? What is that gonna look like for my family? How am I gonna 
feel? What am I going to wear when I'm, you know, I've achieved that success? So get really clear on it. And that could be journaling, that could be taking photos, that could be making a vision board, but you need that reminder of what you want that end to look like. And for sure, set some dates for when you want that to happen. Set some goals, make it happen. Step, then you can take those steps down and make them smaller to get where you need to be. But sometimes when the end is unclear and we don't know when it's gonna happen or if it's gonna happen, then we get overwhelmed. Then we get hard on ourselves. Then we get nervous it might not happen. Then we get afraid. And then those distractions look so pretty because we've built up all this stuff. So don't forget how important your project is. Don't forget those people you need to serve and needs to hear what your product is. Don't forget that. And then definitely don't forget how you imagine that end goal to be. Talk about it. Share it. Share pictures. Create it in your head. Think about it all the time. And then you know where you want to go. So then this project, oh man, this project makes me excited again. It lights me up again. It gives me those energy and exciting moments that those other ones were giving me. So now I'm doing it to myself. I don't need those shiny objects. I am getting my own self-excited back on the project that I want to work on. All right, let's do a really quick little recap of some of the things I want you to think about or go through in your mind the next time you find yourself getting a little bit distracted about the new latest idea or project. So remember that first one, I want you to own it. I want you to realize what you are doing. Next one, I want you to slow down and evaluate, evaluate that new project. Is it worth, is it worth saying goodbye to this one too? Go through the pros and cons, go through that list of things, go through how long it's going to take the money, all of that stuff, break it down and go through the details. The third thing is you want to know why are you getting distracted? What is making this current project? Are you getting overwhelmed? Are you getting stuck? Is it getting too hard? Are you getting bored? Why are you getting distracted? Number four, allow yourself to be excited. Take that idea, love it, think it's amazing, but then write it down, put it in your notes, put it in your phone and save it for later. And then number five, Know the importance of the project you are working on right now. Remember who it's for. Create that end goal in your mind. Draw pictures, journals. Know what you want it to be. And hopefully you will achieve it. Hopefully those shiny objects will disappear and you are so clear on why you want to do what you want to do. And I think that's what it is. In the end, it's just a mindset change. It's telling your mind, hey, wait a second. I got something good going on right here. And if you don't, then you don't. Then you do need to move on to the next project. But really go through all those steps first. Don't just hop into it. Don't think you can do it all. Don't, don't say goodbye to this one quite yet unless you've really broken down all of those, all of those little steps. 
All right, friends. Well, that's all for me for now. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I would love to know from all of you, do you have a project right now that you notice, hey, wait a second, I'm getting distracted. I am getting those shiny objects are looking at me and and maybe I I feel like a little bit of that shiny object syndrome. So let me know. Is that happening to you? I would love to hear from you. Check out me at therenaissancemama.com and uh, bye for now, friends.